0: I am incredibly honored to be here today and uh, super excited. And I come to speak to you as a fellow person who sits in the pew, Um, a person that hears online, because many times in the last couple years it's been online or it's been uh, a different way. But again, um, I come to you again, yes, as um, a mother, a wife. a professional, um, a person who loves Jesus. And, uh, um, you know, I was saying this week, and I think, I I don't know your name up here, but you were saying, you know, you're just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Well, let me tell you, all week I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) This is out of my element. It's been a long time, but it's um, exciting. And so I come weak. Um, I come, you know, not with... You know, great words from Mary Ellen, but um, I asked the Holy Spirit and I asked Jesus to come and and give words. And uh, so uh, Cheryl sent me something this week and said, you know, or last week or whatever said, I think it was last week, and I was supposed to do it, and she said, you know, here's the different things, and what's your sermon title? And I was like, my sermon title? Oh, my gosh. So Gary and I are sitting there, my hubby, and I was like, you know, like sermon title, that sounds so... Whoa! So I'm like, I had lots of different things to talk about, and like words, and you know, some scripture, but a title just seemed really quite dramatic for me. So I had to kind of take a few moments, and you know, I was like, okay, there's lots of themes that I kind of have that I want to, you know, talk about or chat about or you know, share. But I kept the word journey. kept you know, kind of that's something that I just kind of hang on because I say we're all really on a journey. I have not arrived. None of us have arrived. You know, I think my dad's arrived. You know, he arrived. His homecoming was 21 years ago this weekend, so it is special. But again, I'm on this kind of, you know, but we're like, what's the word journey? And so we were coming up. I was, you know, Googling or, you know, what's the synonym to journey? And and then he was there with me. And then finally, I just had to let it go and release. And then the other thing I really wanted to kind of chat about and talk about is to be reminded. Reminded of God's love. Reminded of His favor, reminder, reminding myself of all the little things along the way that have increased my faith or has reminded me to keep going, to be spurred on. And so reminders along the way just seem to kind of click for me, you know, and and that. So that's what I'm here to kind of do for you today. Um, And so I just, I wanted to just read this little prayer and... um, it just says, excuse me, i got to get used to this thing on my head here. Come, Holy Spirit, to my mind. I receive your comfort. So put your hands out and just say, come, Holy Spirit, to my heart. I receive your peace. Come, Holy Spirit, to my soul. I receive the Father's love for me. And as I was thinking about this, none of us can do this alone. But the main thing that I want to share today is the Father's love for each one of you. And I have sensed it and been reminded of it my whole life. And you know what? Bill's right. I grew up, and I was saying to my mom, who was very much a part of that, I don't really remember. um, Probably, you know, at some point, like when I was really young, I asked asked Jesus to come into my heart. But I don't really remember because I kind of grew up in kind of really, truthfully, quite wild um, season um, and where, you know, I should have been in bed at, you know, seven or eight. I was up till midnight dancing in the halls like with a church and, and then again, you know, the infilling, like I believe the Holy Spirit comes into our lives when we do ask Jesus into our lives and then the infilling of the Holy Spirit is something that happens, but I don't remember when that happened. It just was kind of a part of who I am, which is kind of a unique Experience Most people have, you know, kind of these timelines of what they remember. So that's who I am. But I was kind of born into crazy um, in some ways. Let's say it's crazy, but it's good. And I, I want to share with you and encourage you as a church. I'm a little bit blown away by your church. You guys are on fire already. You don't, you don't need me to come up here and encourage you. I can sense it and, and feel it when I'm there. Gary and I are like, whoa, this is wow, you guys are ready. You are excited. You are, you are all, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. But I'm here just to remind you today and give you a few, you know, tangible examples that um, I think Bill wanted me to say, you know, not him want me to say, but to just share that, you know what, I work a full-time job. I, I, um, I have four children. <laughs> My children range from the ages of 19. James, who was, born, was named, of course, after his grandpa. Um, Amanda, who's 17 in grade 12. I have Maya, who's 15 in grade 10. And then I have our little one, 12, who is in grade 6. So you can imagine. Life's full. Life's busy. Lots of my prayers right now revolve around my children. Um, like, Holy Spirit, just help them today. Lord, should, should Amanda stay in chem or should she not take chem because I can't help her in chem 30. She's struggling already and it's week one. Jesus, what do we do? You know, so those are my prayers. And, you know, um, I, I manage, um, I'm, I have a wonderful title. I'm called the Care Manager for Pediatric Home Care in Alberta Health Services. And I get a title that says Care Manager. It's pretty good. It's kind of, it kind of suits me, you guys. So I get to care. I get to care for healthcare workers who, you know, have been through a little bit this couple years. And I get, to, I get to speak into their lives. I don't probably get to, you know, um, not too often do I get to really pray specifically. There have been moments and times for sure but I get to encourage them. I get to bless them. I get to pray behind the scenes for them. I get to go into meetings, and I get to go to a lot of conflict meetings, because as you know, most times healthcare, especially pediatrics, they're not coming to the children's hospital just for fun. There's usually a real need. There's really a trauma that's occurred, and a lot of times I get involved when there's conflict, And you can imagine what I do before I go into those meetings because there's no easy answers. I say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, give me the words to say. Help me kind of work through where kind of some of the root issues are so that we can move forward and and support these families. So kind of that's who I am. That's my heart. Um, God has uh, gifted me... (laughs) I'm not gifted isn't the right word, because sometimes it's really hard. I, I guess at some point in my life, I asked for, and I always do, I said, God, like, here I am. Use me. Use me in my life. Use me where, I'm, where I am. Bring people into my life that I can help, that I can bless. Because I am a minister of the gospel. We are all the ministers of the gospel. And we can all be used wherever we are. And that is something that is so strong that we need to carry in our everyday life. That I am used. I can be a blessing. Sometimes, though, I have prayed that prayer. And then I have said, God, no, not me. This is too hard. Or this has been. But he's used me. And he's really worked through me because it's not about me, it's not about what I can do, but it's His Holy Spirit working through me. And so again, those are just some things that I just wanna encourage each one of you, wherever you are, whatever you do, Monday to Friday, Saturday to Sunday, you can be used. I'll give you a couple examples and just a couple things that I wanted to share. And of course, you know, my heart is for my kids and I have a mama's heart. And I want to see, you know, what's fulfilled. And I know my mom's sitting here who feels the same way about me. And she's been praying for me through this and my hubby, who I couldn't be doing this without. And I have a partner in crime who's amazing, who has very different skill bases than me. But, oh, my goodness, we come together and there's just such a... Um, uh, we're so... Just, I'm so blessed um, to, again, what Bill said, to have a father who prayed for me a father who boy oh boy also I'll just tell you this just to be really real so I'd have friends over and um you know we stayed up late or whatever in the basement and then about 5 a.m there'd be this noise loud kind of like and my friends would wake up and we'd all be like they would be like what is that noise what is going on upstairs it's just my dad praying don't worry about it That can be a bit, like, you know what I mean? Like, at that age, I was like, come on, Dad. Like, But, like, I tell you now, I'm living off those prayers still, you guys. I am, you know what I mean? I sense that. And, you know, I know he's in heaven. I I still think he can somehow be a part of what I'm doing or whatever. So I think he's proud today. I think he's a a proud papa. But um, all of his prayers. And you know what? I was sitting in a church the other day, and my daughter we were actually at Mid Park, which is not Mid Park now, another church. My dad uh, and it's a church. And my daughter, who's in grade 12, said, you know what, Mom? I really want to go on a mission trip. I want to go to Mexico with this, with this youth group and kind of be sent. So I'm sitting there. And, of course, I'm saying, yes, let's make this happen. Let's this work. And I'm sitting in this the pew, this, the chair, and I'm listening or whatever. And then she's off with friends. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, wow. This is where my my dad prayed. This is where prayers took place. And now it's not me. It's my daughter. You know, and he didn't even get to see that. He didn't even get to be a part of that. But those prayers carried him. So just all these different examples, you know, type of thing of, um, of, of God's goodness. Um, I could go on and on and share. But you know what? I, I want to share that, you know what? The Holy Spirit also, a lot of times, and we can rile it up. We can we can speak in tongues. We can, you know what I mean? And that's good, and we need that, and we need that feeling. But there's a lot of times where that's not going to happen, and you're going to just hear the Holy Spirit's still small voice asking you. And the verse that kind of came to mind was Isaiah 30, 21 Um, And I wrote it out here because I knew I couldn't just say it because I would get too nervous. Um, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. So many times, right? It's just that gentle nudging. And you you guys, I, I can't say that I'm in prayer for hours every morning like my dad was. I'm getting up. I'm in a rush trying to get out the door. My kids, there's lots going on. But sometimes just even in the car or just for those few moments, I'll just say, Jesus, help me. Help me in this, in this moment. And, and I think the thing that I think also is that it's not just about those words, but I actually have faith to believe that when I say those words, the Holy Spirit's with me and he will guide and direct. So it comes with faith and then it comes with trust. And it comes with trust to understand and to know that his, you know, the things that he has for us, the people that he has for us to meet, to come beside, to love, to encourage, and then probably to use words, right? Then to share the gospel. But I also really believe, and I really want, I, I feel so important to share, is that we need to come beside people. We need to meet them at their need, we need to understand their hurt their, and, and know that people are beside them. Then maybe use some words, right? And then maybe we say, Jesus loves you. But show the love first. That's right. That's right. Um, so I just wanted to say so a couple things. And you know what? Tangible ways of when God has spoken to me throughout my life. And um, one of them, I, you know, and in, again, reminding myself along the way so it was 21 years ago that my dad passed away. I was 26 years old. And, um, you know, I, and I, and I'll tell you a little bit more about this. Just before, so he'd been traveling and uh, to the Ukraine and ministering and that type of thing. I met a, a wonderful young man named Gary Hartman. And uh, kind of through this craziness of my dad being sick is when God brought Gary into my life. And I thought, like, you know what? Like, this is just so messed up in so many ways. I'm, I'm sad, I'm grieving, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I've just met the guy of my, like, this is it. So talk about turmoil for me. And uh, amazingly, Gary didn't run away. <laughs> the first, like, couple times he met my dad, he was, like, in the hospital bed, like, had had surgery and, you know, tubes everywhere. And, and like, most people, I think, would run away, saying, what am I getting myself? This is too much. However, the Holy Spirit, I guess, spoke to his heart, and he stayed. And, um, and so I wanted to share one thing about when the Holy Spirit was so real to me. So, you know, months went by. My dad was in the hospital, out of the hospital. Gary um, and I were talking about marriage and that type of thing, and we didn't really talk about timelines and that type of thing, but, you know, Gary just, I guess, felt... You know, and he, you know, we look back at it and go, and I, I guess it just, you know, God just spoke to him. It was like, this is the time. We got engaged. And very cool, because my dad was in the hospital when we got engaged. He could hardly kind of understand a lot of what was going on. We called and we shared the news. And I think at that moment, my dad had this kind of oomph inside. He's like, she's getting married. I'm walking her down the aisle. Because at that point, he couldn't walk. So long story short, we you know we kind of go through the motions. I'm getting married and organizing that. And my dad and I moved to Penticton where Gary was. I got a job out there at the hospital and that type of thing. And my mom and dad took a trip and, and came out to visit. And oh, my kids told me I could not cry while I'm up here, so I'm determined. No, no. Amanda told me. Amanda told me. Um, and so I, my mom and dad came out and my dad was not. He was not well. I could tell that he was struggling. And they could hardly, like, it was just such a quick visit. And I remember saying goodbye to them. Um, they came to say goodbye, and my mom was driving him home. And I remember saying, God, what? And, like, this is not good. I can't do this right now. Like, my dad's dying. I'm trying to be happy. I, I have a wedding that's going to be happening in like two months. Like, I felt overwhelmed. And I was like, Jesus, this is too much. This is too many things to carry. And you know what? I had a Holy Spirit moment that I've never had since. So just a reminder. And it came to me, and I don't remember this very often, but it, after I was thinking about what to share, I had a, like a visual moment with, with Jesus. And he gave me two almost like significant signs or like kind of like moments that I had like in my mind I don't know how to explain that really well it wasn't like it was like you know oh, but it was very very tangible inside and he gave me two kind of like almost like examples of him being in control and I didn't know the future right like at this point my dad could have passed away actually at any moment right so again you, you know when I'm talking about this you know that you know everything worked out kind of thing but at the time I had no idea And um, he gave me this, he handed me, it was like he handed me an envelope. And and I, cause I'm I'm going off on all the different things that aren't gonna work out or how it's gonna work out. And he just said, I just want you to write it all down. I want you to just write it, just put it in and put it on a paper. And then I want you to put it in an envelope and I just want you to hand it to me. And I was like, you know, like again, this is all in myself kind of going, okay, like, I can do that. I, so I kind of, I didn't even actually write it, write it down, but I wrote it down, like, kind of in my mind, and I kind of was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm giving this to you. Super tangible. And then next, he gave me another one. Maybe this is just to kind of hang on. He's like, here's a rope, and I am really not expecting you to hang on with two hands, or, like, your whole being. All I'm asking is for you to hang on with one. And you know what? I sensed, a peace after that, like like unbelievable, the Holy Spirit. I sensed the peace. I sensed him in my life. And you know the story. Again, my dad, you know, was able to walk me down the aisle, and some, you know, Bill and Debbie know that it, there was a lot of tears in that place. It wasn't because I looked so beautiful, and, you know, it was amazing, and Gary and I, whatever, but I think it was a lot because, you know, A lot of people knew our story. They were reminded of God's goodness and God's grace. Four months later, he passed away. So you can say, well, you know, that's not good. But again, as my mom and I talk, you know what? We're so reminded through that whole time of God's peace, God's love, God's presence. And I look back, and I, I, of course, there were many moments of sadness. He didn't get to meet my four kids. Four kids. (laughs) Four kids. Sheesh, that's going to bug me. (laughs) Four kids. He didn't get to meet them on earth. But, you know, his homecoming came. And again, I'm just, again, I look back at God's hand and protection and favor over my life, over my family's life. And I just am so reminded of God's goodness and God's grace. He has not promised that we wouldn't go through hard things. Nowhere, nowhere. Another thing that really hit me was I had, um, you know, we had a, and I'm gonna share this about my son James, and Bill knows about it because I, I reached out because I, I do know that, you know what, what Bill says, we need people. We can't do this alone. <laughs> and there are seasons of life where you'll have a lot of people, but there'll be other seasons where you, you'll maybe have just a few, and that's okay couple times in my life I've reached out and I've had confirmation or you know miracles happen or d- things like that because it's about people in my life who've prayed or who've come beside me so again please think you can't I can't do this alone um and I think the last couple of years we there's a lot of alone a lot of people that are alone people that feel like you know and Of course, it's it's the way it is. But again, uh, this church is a church I can tell that comes together and prays for each other. And wow, what a gift! But you know, this fall, my I'm not going to go into all the details. But my son was supposed to go to YOM Youth with a mission, and he had had a couple times where it wasn't you know like he was supposed to go to New Zealand, and of course that didn't happen just with what's going on in our world. And then again, we really felt again the Holy Spirit. I felt, we felt, he was supposed to go again. So, you know what? He got excited about going to Norway, and um, it felt so right. It, there was not one red flag, really, other than maybe some of the world stuff going on in our world, but otherwise, nothing else. And he was supposed to go this um, October, and then extended to kind of November just due to life and visas and that type of thing. And he got his visa or he started the visa journey and whatever. And it was getting closer and closer to that time. And um, nothing is happening and nothing was on. And I'm like, okay, God, like, here's my son who wants to go to youth with a mission. I think that's a really good thing. I think that's something that you would want. You know what I mean? Like, I was kind of talking it out with, with the Lord and having these conversations and nothing seems right I want him to have that cultural experience I believe that he needs that faith building experience and everything that kind of in us he was excited whatever well long and so I reached out to friends and I said guys I need you to pray I feel like he's supposed to go I feel like there's something that's in in here that maybe I just need to we need to push through because there are seasons and times in our life just like in this church I can sense it there are seasons where we really need to come, get on our knees and pray, come together and come to the God's throne and really ask and petition and pray through. And so I felt that. And, um, and so, but through me, it was just this time, a couple songs kept coming through my mind and, you know, I kept believing and praying and whatever, but I also knew that like God might not, it might not happen But again, I petitioned and I prayed. Long story short, my son didn't go. And you know what? I think for a mama's heart, it was harder than it was for him. But um, God really spoke to me through that also in the sense of timing. And what I didn't know was on the other side. I still don't. Maybe like Again, I'm not speaking that I know the ending of this story. But I'm saying it in the sense of I really sense God's just kind of saying, not now. I don't, you, I know the future, I know. But I was like, well, God, like, he's 19, he needs this. This is the season, he, he needs community, he needs, he needs that spiritual kind of, you know, oomph, he needs this, he needs that. And God was just like, it's not time. So there's seasons of our life where there's di- maybe disappointment, maybe there's times, but I've learned something. And I, this is something that really hit me. God is in the middle of our circumstances. He knows the beginning. He knows kind of where we are. He knows the ending. But he's, he's with us in that middle. That middle is hard. That middle isn't fun. He's, he's there to kind of walk us through. That really hit me. That was like a Holy Spirit moment for me in the sense of saying, reminding me of, he knows the good, he knows the the beginning, he knows the end. But I'm stuck in the middle. And the middle is not fun, and I don't like it. But I know, Holy Spirit, you're with me. I know that you're guiding, you're directing, you're, you're in control. So I'm gonna trust you, I'm gonna have faith. And it says here, this is, you guys all know this, This verse is uh, Matthew 11, 29. And sometimes we feel tired. So this is from the message, because sometimes I just like the message because it just feels really real. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Boy, God's grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I believe that's in the middle of situations that that verse really comes alive, and that's what we really need to hear, is that middle part, walking with us, walking with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. There are many times right now where I am just asking God, I'm listening to his voice, I'm asking for his direction without really knowing kind of the future. You can imagine with four children, four children, i got to keep saying that, you guys, um, that there's times when they're trying to figure out their journey, they're trying to figure out their story, they're trying to figure out, do I really, They've, they've grown up. My daughter said the other day, she's like, you know, like, Mom, I'm glad that you're not pushing, she said, religion. I said, well, I hope I'm not religious, uh, you know. But she was kind of just saying, I, I'm just trying to figure it out for myself. So as a mom, I'm like, well, yes, you know. But there's a lot of praying going behind the scenes, supporting them, loving them, caring for them, tangibly showing that I'm involved in their life. Not always maybe praying in front of them, but just loving them. Hanging out at Starbucks. Listening to their text, I finally got Snapchat because my girls that's how they speak, that's their language of love. So, again, I'm on there putting my you know funny emojis of my face and you know trying to take away my wrinkles. That's kind of nice, but again, I'm speaking kind of their love language, I'm speaking into their lives, into who they are. Each one of us, you might not be a mom, you might not. You know, have my story. But each one of you have people in your life. Each one of you needs to hear, first of all, more importantly than anything, that God's love for you is so much greater than you can ever imagine. And we need to be reminded. So think back. Take a moment, even right now or after this time, and think and be reminded of all the little things along the way that have happened to you that you don't maybe actually know. It's like, that was a good thing that happened to me. Or that was a good reminder. Might be small things, because maybe you at this point right now can't think of a lot of good things. Maybe you're really in that middle, and maybe you're really struggling, and you're really saying, you know, I have nobody. Well, then I know you have somebody. You have Jesus. And in Jesus' name, there's such power. In Jesus' name, there's that Holy Spirit that loves you and cares for you and is with you and has such good things in store for you. So those are some things. And so I thought, you know, me sitting on a pew, me coming up here again, I'm wanting you to be reminded, reminded of God's grace, God's love. And I wanted to end and wanted to share, and I wanted you to just In the God's word, and again it's coming more real to me. Even of course, of course, because when I'm having to speak, I'm like, oh my goodness, God, like here's your word. Boy, like this is full. I could speak so many scriptures over you guys, because this is full, you know, of incredible things. And again, I'm reminded to get back into God's word. You know what I mean? It doesn't take an hour. My, my dad had that, maybe because that, that, he was a pastor, that was his, you know, whatever. But I, I, I don't have that right now, maybe in my life. I hope to have that. But again, little reminders on my phone. Thank God for my phone. I can have my, the word of God on my phone. I have the Holy Bible. I can take five minutes out of my day. And I just need to read a scripture because those scriptures are alive. Those scriptures come to life. And I, am, I will guarantee you, that you're going through a a yucky time, a scripture will come alive to you. And you can hang on to that scripture. You can hold on to that scripture for a day, maybe it's even a month, maybe it's even a year. There's no timeline on the sense of getting through God's word. You know, there's a season where it might be just hanging on to one word, hanging on to one one verse that keeps you going. And I, again, Romans 8, like honestly, I've, I want you today at some point or this week to take the time to read Romans 8. It's powerful. Because it talks about this and, and it says there's so many I'm not even going to read the whole thing again it's in the message because sometimes I just like how the message just really comes to life. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us. Holy Spirit, making prayer out of our world wordless sighs, our aching groans, cuz sometimes in life we just don't even have the words. We don't even have the we're not spiritual enough. We're at a point where life just is hard. And what's going on so much in our world right now, so many times I don't have any words. I don't have any answers but I know that the Holy Spirit has. So, we're, so making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans, he knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition, again, four children, <laughs> and keep us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. It goes on and on. This is so powerful. So what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Each one of you are God's chosen. He's in the middle of your circumstance and of where you're at today. I am reminded of that today. I'm reminded of that Gary and I were on a walk and he was going through stuff with work and stuff like that. And it was like God just said, hey, maybe just go back and start looking at all of the good things that I have done in your life. Look back at all of the answers to prayer because we need to be encouraged because boy, oh boy, are we, (laughs) we're kind of fickle. we kind of like, You know, we have a great experience and you know we're high on something, and then the next day it's like nothing's good. Nothing's good in my life. I'm just done. You know what I mean? We're we're weak. We're weak, but he's made strong through us. And that's what I want to leave with you. God is in the middle, he's there, he's with you. Whether you're young or whether you're Middle aged, I guess I'm middle aged, forty-seven. That's like getting a little middle age. Um, whether you're my mom, who's eighty-two, who's a powerhouse, um, God is with us. He is with us. He's he's on our he's on our journey. And so be reminded along the way when you're a mom with a baby. Oh, those are moments where you just have to say, God. My, my heart is for my kids right now. If I can get them up, get them dressed, maybe have a nap, maybe get dressed, and say, Jesus, help me. I've done a lot, right? So he's with us wherever we're at. He's with you at work. He's with you at home. He's with you um, when finances are a mess. He's with you when you're sick. He's with you through trauma. He's with you. He's guiding you. He wants to direct you. He wants to be a part of your life. And I'm a testament to be reminded tonight, just to remind you guys of God's love, God's hand on you. God wants you to be, find somebody to share with. And if you don't have someone, ask God to bring somebody into your life some of those unanswered prayers and some of those miracles that we're looking for we're well on the way you guys here when you're when you're praying but again those miracles might it might be in the middle so take a little steps what can be a miracle in that big miracle that you're wanting today i had a little bit less pain today i had a moment where i had clarity in my mind where i didn't feel so depressed or anxious we got to take those little, little steps, those little petitions, little things, and say, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me that you are still in control, that I can trust you, and that I can believe, and that I can have the faith to know that you are in control. So let me just say a quick prayer over you guys, and then I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Bill to finish. But I just pray, Jesus, for each person in this room. God, I thank you for this church. And whoa, I am blown away with what you have in store for this church, for the people that have committed their lives to you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being alive and well in our lives. Lord, I thank you that sometimes we don't, it's not about feeling all of the time, but I'm confident to know that you're with us. And I just pray that over each individual in this this place and online. I pray, Father, that they would sense you, your Holy Spirit, that they would trust you with their life, that they would have faith. And God, I pray that each person would be reminded today of some of the things that you have brought into their life, even that they were born, even that they, you know, had somebody in their life at a young age that brought them to church or knew their story or came beside them, or brought a meal, all those little things, God, I pray that we would be reminded. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you that we would be empowered to be what we need to be to this generation, to the generations to come. God, I ask that we would be reminded so that we could remind the next generation Jesus of your goodness your word is full of reminders your whole holy your holy bible is full of reminders of so many people that went before us who were reminded of your goodness and so we thank you Jesus we thank you for Pastor Bill and Debbie we thank you for this church we thank you for what you have in store in Jesus name I pray